Welcome to the Robcast. If you dig this, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash robshow. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash robshowtv. And keep up to date with all things Rob Show on social, The Rob Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And now for your listening pleasure, today's Robcast. Just gonna go live then. Hello, welcome to the show. Hi. <laughs> yeah, we're live right now. Uh, yeah, sorry. The computer that was supposed to bring us in was playing uh, music in a weird way. So forget it. We're just gonna go live. Good evening. Welcome. We are live on Facebook. We should be live on Twitch, and we should be live on YouTube. Uh, it's the Rob Show with comedian Nathan Wallace hey. joining me here. Hey. Uh, big show tonight. We'll be joined by another comedian, Rab Russell, will be joining Love us in dude. the studio tonight. And uh, we'll also be speaking with Nicole Mitchell. She Aye. is a very beautiful gal. In fact, I'll bring up all of her info in just a second. I want to make sure that we're live on Facebook and going. Um, Nicole is a former pastor turned stripper she used to be a pastor i mean she did one church sermon i don't know if you can consider that's like you know if there was a comedian around (laughs) here that did one comedy set and then every time there's a news story about a comedy club they go and interview that one guy who only does comedy (laughs) one time ever you know that'd be ridiculous (laughs) that literally happens all the time yeah it's literally hey what's up pat wool in the chat rob job cly arbe there fella um, so yeah, we are live. Let's see if, uh, yeah, we are cool. I'm going to share this on my Facebook page. Hang on one second there, Nathan. How was your day today? It's uh, seven it o'clock. A, so it's a late time for you. It was, it was a good day at Bill's plumbing, two, four, five, three, four, zero, six. <laughs> for all your plumbing uh, needs. For all your plumbing needs. No, it was a great day today. Actually. Uh, man, we really, we, we pumped out some work. I mean, I just have a, a, a team of great guys working over there. So that's, they make, they make it real easy for me. I'm just another cog in the wheel. My buddy Bill's the owner of it, so. Can you I pull just, that mic just a little bit after going through the levels there? Closer. Hey, oh yeah, we're getting some uh, follows or subscriptions. Um, hey, subscribe. Do you, so you have people that work underneath you. You're a boss? Eh, I don't like to consider myself a boss, but when it comes down to it, yes. Yeah, it does. But I don't, I, you know, these, like these dudes I've known for so long. You know, plumbing's a real tight-knit kind of like comedians are yeah you know, so is radio so many of us yeah exactly yeah. radio is a shrinking <laughs> pond that's why i try not to say bad things about people that fired me or people that i used to work <laughs> i love everybody man i didn't leave them they left me that doesn't make me the bad guy plumbing's a growing pond man because the population's growing and everybody poops brother that is true i've done it twice today already you have oh, a yeah. weird thing where every time you call me i am pooping it's almost like it's like your sixth sense you're able yeah. to tell when other people are making duty i'm the poopinator like, hey, you're pooping. Don't use, don't use too much paper. Don't use Charmin. Got the angel soft. Is that a common mistake? I feel like I wipe way too much. Like, I wipe until the point where I want the toilet paper to be clean. And I think that that's the way that you should wipe. You don't want to wipe and then continue to have stuff on there. But sometimes it'll be half a toilet paper roll. And the duty will not be that big. It'll only be that big of a piece of duty that comes. And I have a half a roll down the toilet. Yeah, I mean, definitely. If you're renting, don't worry about it so much. <laughs> if you if you if you it's your own house, yeah, definitely take care of those pipes, man. People forget how much that's going to cost. Everybody likes to not think about it because it's under the floor, and then you're just like, oh, it just takes the poop away. Yeah, it just <laughs> gets rid of gone. the poop. 
You know, I like I like Charmin double soft with the triple Larry. I do. It's I like, like a nice, good cut. Sometimes you get like all my life I've worked in radio stations and they have the worst toilet paper. It's like that. You might as well take a piece of computer paper and wipe your ass with that. It just doesn't feel well. Here, here's a paper so towel good. roll. But but uh, I will say during the quarantine, man, I started liking one ply because that's all there was. So I got the one ply and. Digging it. I don't. I'm, I think I'm just the random guy that enjoys one ply. I was one of the only people that did not run out of toilet paper because, well, I, I read Reddit a lot. When I started seeing people were getting sick in Wuhan and they started shutting the city down in January, I went, "Hey, Caitlin, I know you think this sounds crazy, but I'm pretty sure there's a pandemic. Well, I didn't say pandemic. There's a virus that's going to kill us all. I'm going to go to the grocery store. So every night I get down the radio <laughs> show at ten o'clock. I would drive to the 24-hour Walmart and just stock up. I still have an entire uh, uh, linen closet filled with paper towels, toilet paper, snacks. Now they've become hurricane supplies. They went from virus that'll kill you supplies to hurricane supplies. Nice, just like that. So if you just know, whenever something's going down, you want to listen to the Rob show because we're like on top of. Yeah, all and don't come to my house and steal my stuff. I don't have a gun. You could easily <laughs> overpower me. Look how tiny I, I am. you just tell him I don't. Have, I don't have a gun. I don't. I'm <laughs> yeah. too scared to own. Have you ever fired a gun before? Yeah, lots of guns. Yeah, I own guns. Yeah. Oh, you do? Oh, definitely, man. Oh man, yeah, I'm all about the guns. Terrified of guns. I don't, they don't. I don't have them out, you know. But uh, I was in in high school. I was on a rifle team. <clears throat> Uh, they have those. Oh yeah. It's a South. We couldn't have, I went to an inner city high school. You think they had a nine millimeter team. It was called the bloods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a, uh, it was an intro. Yeah. I never, I've never shot a gun. I'm too big of a pussy. Hello. Uh, smash for Jackson in the chat. We're up to 11 here. Smash on, four. What's up, buddy? Uh, as well as Pat Wooey. Uh, so if you're in the chat, announce yourselves. If you'd like to call in phone number to do so two, three, nine, 32320. Uh, you can also zoom into the show. I should probably get that started. Hang on Zooming one second. On we have uh Zooms scheduled for this evening. So if you would like to zoom in, uh the Zoom number to do so, it's on the screen right in front of you. 668-551-6738. Uh the password all in lowercase, but I couldn't figure out how to make it lowercase in the graphics. So whatever there. It's just bigger. It's uppercase. That's what it's called. Um so you had a good day. This is, what do you do from here? You're going to come here. You're going to hang out. We're going to bullshit for two hours. Then I know yeah. you have to go, uh, you got to, uh, podcast gotta go a little early today. To yeah. Plug I your- tell, yeah. This is, so this just started with us, you know, and then, uh, there's a podcast for Fassel, uh, spill the beans, check him out. Fassel Malik. Uh, he's a, he's a funny dude. He's a different dude, but he puts on like, Great shows, coffee that, house shows. Yeah, I've been to a shows. bunch of them that are great. Yeah, yeah, they're fun. And uh, I've never seen him put on a bad show, honestly. No, me neither. I've seen yeah, some bad shows job. that happened because the comics <laughs> went yeah, too yeah, long. Yeah, yeah, his part was good yeah, though. He, he filled did the his room. Job. Yeah, he did. Were, <laughs> it was a beautiful venue to do comedy in. The comic showed up on time. People were ready to laugh, and then the headliner went for like an hour and forty-five minutes after people had already seen an hour of comedy, <laughs> and they were like, "All right, we're it's three hours now. It's, we could watch the Titanic movie. That's how long we've been sitting here." You're no DiCaprio. Yeah. Um, so uh, you're going to go do that podcast. Uh, we'll do some comedy plugs quickly right off the bat. Thursday, Vasani's. You can see Nathan. Friday, you can see him at Laughing Comedy Cafe. On Saturday, he's in a parking lot in uh, <laughs> West Palm Beach. And then on Sunday, off the Hook Comedy Club with Eric Myers. Um, so, okay, you'll be all over the place this weekend. Oh, I, I got lucky this weekend. I'll dude. be I, here. I, I won't be going anywhere. Oh, uh, you want to do, uh, actually, you want to do uh, Off the Hook on Sunday? You want to host it? Yeah. 
You're in, buddy. Hey, look at that. We're making. We're, <laughs> you check your calendar for March 27th. I have a golf course date. I sent a comic. You know her, Sheena. I sent Sheena a message two days ago, and I still haven't heard back. And I start to wonder: Is she not like me, or does she just not check Facebook? It could be both, or it could just be that she doesn't like me. I don't. I don't know. You know what? Honestly, Sheena, although she's a, she's an amazing comedian, she's like really into reality right now. I think she's trying to make that cash, man. You know, this yeah. Well, right people now, are the fleeing the cities and moving to. They are. Florida yeah, she's making out. jack. She's out there doing her thing. Great realtor, Sheena Reagan. Check her out. She mainly does Cape Coral. Very Florida. funny comedian too. That's the why I have a comedian. golf course that wants to do our very first outside golf course comedy show. Oh, look at this. Yeah, and I was like, well, let me reach out to Sheena because I don't want it to be three dudes. Uh, I already got Tim the Dairy Farmer and BC Murphy co-headlining it, and I went, hey, maybe hmm. Sheena can come out, and she would be a good yeah, that would be a good, a good host feature yeah, yeah. spot that she could do. So we'll see. Uh, Sheena, uh, check your freaking messages man i gotta get back to this golf course um i have a bunch of stuff to chat about today with you i used to listen to you when you were on bubba the love sponge show that's from smash Four jackson in the chat well i appreciate it man i left bubba to go chase my dreams and it led me to my bedroom in cape coral <laughs> don't chase your dreams Thanks, that's what yeah. you don't do <laughs> that's the whole key to it yeah leave them dreams for the dreamers yeah i you know what i shot high and i should have shot low um and let's see bubba army bubba army what's up man good to see you live says eris sweet well i appreciate it again feel free to call in the phone numbers right there 239-300-2320 um, I, i'm also bubba army man i've been i was bubba army for a long long time i was originally bubba army oh, yeah. i started listening in two when he went to Sirius satellite radio with howard he howard had not signed on yet but bubba had and bubba wasn't under contract so bubba launched the channels and they had bubba on and i would listen and deliver pizzas and I would listen to Bubba every afternoon until Howard came on. Howard came on. And then I would listen to Howard in the mornings, Bubba in the afternoon. It was the best. Those it was awesome times. Right 2006 there, to 2012, those Howard Stern channels were fantastic. It really is. And, you know, and that, you know, being out in the field plumbing, man, that's what we listened to like all, every day. Yeah. It was just talk radio. It was going on. It it, uh, it was just such great times. When I used to, I used to like the monsters in the midday too. They were uh, yeah at a Orlando, Russ Rollins and all those fellas. Yeah, yeah, yeah that was a good time. Uh, the guys who actually helped me set up this. Have you ever heard of Tom and Dan? They're dudes who work on real radio. They have their own very successful podcast in Orlando. Yeah, I've heard of Tom and Dan. Um, they were the ones that kind of guided me on how to put some of this nonsense together because they have a similar setup, but they have a. I mean, they have a better setup, but they are doing the similar thing that I was trying to do. So yeah. Um, I got some videos that we could play at seven 30 tonight. We will be joined. Uh, let me pull up her info right now. Her name is Nicole Mitchell. Beautiful chick. Um, she was original and I feel bad for the husband. I got questions cause she was originally married. Uh, she starts going to church back in 2011, 2016. She becomes a pastor and then she makes the switch to OnlyFans. Very big leap from one to the other. Look at this girl, man. She used to be a pastor. I have her sermon. I'll play you some audio of her first sermon. Just uh, one time, though, you said, I mean, right? Yeah, well, okay. So she, I guess she was part of the church for quite a long time. And yeah. then they gave her her first time to be able to go up and lead uh lead the sermon and she did it on july 4th weekend and she was one and done she did that one and then she split she said no more i'm gonna go sell pictures of my vag on OnlyFans." <laughs> although she does other things she's like a life coach um but i mean i'm assuming that's what she does because guys i and i would i you're not a fan you don't buy pornography do you buy pornography yeah i mean that's what OnlyFans is look she was on jimmy kimmel look she went from jimmy kimmel to my bedroom look at that i am making it yeah 
Yeah, no, that that's cool, man. I mean, good for her. I'm glad she's she's doing well. That's a she's hard fall off. Them. October third, you're a national on Jimmy Kimmel. October fourteenth, you're on the Rob Show. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, but she's a cool chick. Uh, I'm excited to talk to her because I want to know how much she can make on OnlyFans. Look at that; she had to black out that bottom part too. So, uh, oh, yeah, man. she went in there. What I mean, pretty it, gal. Yeah, I mean, she just probably just did it like all sexy, like Marilyn Monroe. She's like, I'd like you to turn <laughs> to John eleven fifty. I have the sermon. We can play it in a few. Um, we'll play it before we bring her on. But yeah, she. Let's, uh, what is this? What is this thing? Is she just uh, talking? This is, this is regular. Everyone. Happy Thursday. Hi. Happy so, Thursday. I'm on my way to Arizona for a bunch of photo shoots. Oh. But I have good news to share with you. And first of all, I want to say hi to everyone who just started following me. That's me. Hi, hi, hi. welcome. Hi. I feel so honored that you're here. Uh, yeah. All right, all right. I don't think I'm a pervert. I'm gonna watch her. Do things to her body. Know her about it but she gonna... also has a thing called uh, "unfuck yourself," where you can. It's like a motivational course on how to get out of you know get out of your own way. I guess um, mm. she'll be joining us at seven thirty in the eight o'clock hour. We'll have Rab Russell stop by. The Nintendo is ready to go. Nintendo sixty four is loaded up. Um, right. I got the music back. Let's see if we can get this music working. And if the music doesn't work, then we are done for music tonight. There we go. That sounds better. Uh, wanted to start the show with these guys, Pure Fate, local band here in Southwest Florida. So uh, go and listen to their tunes. This is their brand new song, Studio Mixed. Uh, it's called Dead Inside. Like this, man. Yeah, it's a really good song. Yeah. Well produced, man. That's a, you know. And the kids probably had to spend their own money. I mean, there's nobody. Yeah. I, they don't have a record deal, so they're probably paying for that money out of pocket. So go and support them. Hey, you can tell you can tell they put some time and some money and some thought into it. All right. Uh, anyway, it's working hard. I'm down with that. Me you know? too. Yeah, work hard and, and everybody. Else. I literally, since you left, I have not left this studio. I went to soccer and Cub Scouts last night, but since you left on Monday, I've just uh, been in here trying to figure out. You notice we have new lighting. Um, yeah, I see. I seen the lighting. Yeah, you have like a, like a. I feel like it's a, like a makeup mirror light, yeah, but it's supposed to make you pop. Oh, my popping right yeah, now? Yeah, you're popping, buddy. Hey, let me see if I can put some pop comments in. Yeah, I'm popping. Nathan's you are popping. popping. Look popping at that close-up. There's Nathan Wallace. That giant Wallace. head of Nathan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bring um, it up here to the big screen. What is this? Gonna... Uh, let me see. Oh, no, nah, it's getting it. all technical. Like, man. it won't even do it. It's like, nah, we're good. Nope, it's, it won't do it. It won't do it. No, Nathan. No, Nathan. You, we, you're not you don't get to see yourself popping. Um, all right, let's bring this up. This is... A story that I saw out of Alaska. Have you heard the audio of this voicemail? No, man, I've heard it. Okay, so this woman is a news anchor, and she's an attractive gal, man. Uh, look at her, Maria Athens. She is a local news reporter, Fox, ABC. Uh, I don't know how you can be both, right? Those are competing <laughs> networks, but she's a Fox reporter <laughs> out of uh, Anchorage, Alaska. And this woman had been having a relationship with the mayor, according yeah. to her. And I guess the mayor came out and said it's true. They had a relationship for some time. They dated. I guess he broke it off and she went nuts. So this woman, Maria Athens, dated the former. Well, he is now the former mayor. Uh, he has resigned. Uh, the reason he <laughs> resigned is because he admitted that he's married and he admitted to having an inappropriate textual relationship with this broad. And I, uh, I don't know what his wife looks like, but I can't blame him. Dude, what world are we living in where you had a you had a relationship with another person and they fire you from your job, dude? 
Um, I mean, it's in. Okay, I understand well, that he's a, a mayor. Well, if you're a government official. But he's a mayor. Like, I'm, literally, me or you could be a successful mayor. I was going to run for mayor of Cape Coral oh, in dude, 2022. Yes. I thought, you know what my theory was? My contract with Beasley was up in 2022. If I was running for mayor, there's no way that they would not re-sign the guy who is out there. Hey, the guy from 96K Rock is running for mayor. Well, then they just fired me beforehand. Well, laid off. But that was my plan was I want to become mayor. It would never have worked. He should, he should have just went on there and been like, listen, if you guys, I'm going to stay the mayor. I'm not resigning. If you guys are pissed and about I, it. And I'm going to let somebody cuckold my wife. Oh, you know? okay. Well, I don't know if he was even, into that. Even. <laughs> that is true. Hey, listen, I'll listen. let you get railed right in front of me. I'll watch. And then we're, we'll call it even. We'll oh, you've been publicly even. humiliated by this yeah. entire story. Hon, we'll but. put it on ABC. I know a reporter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this woman ends up going and doing a story. This is a convoluted story, so stick with me. She's doing a news report at a bakery. It's a cookie. It's an infused cookie business. Booze infused cookies. Uh, the reporter is speaking to the woman who owns the business. During the conversation with the woman who owns the business, the business owner tells Maria, the news anchor, that her daughter used to be an escort and that her daughter wants escorted for the mayor of Anchorage, who is the news anchor's boyfriend. At that point, uh, the news anchor loses her mind and her career. She is currently sitting in jail right now. The mayor has resigned. There's a crazy voicemail where she threatens to kill the mayor. And she put out this Facebook video, which I love. And you can tell, I think she had some of the cookies, because watch, she's slurring her words. Something sounds off with this broad. There we go. Hello there, Maria Athens from Fox ABC CW Newsnet National Alaska. Breaking news, according to reliable sources, Anchorage Mayor Ethan Berkowitz has his male genitalia posted on an <laughs> underage girl's website. Coming up tonight, Fox 4 News at 9, ABC News at 10, CW News at 1230, and Newsnet National for sure will cover this. You heard it here first. <laughs> Right, she's got to be loaded, especially this. Y'all heard it here first. Y'all heard it here first. That first was slurry. Yeah, so she accuses the mayor of having his male. Turns out the daughter. So this is the Twitter feed of the girl who was the escort who told her mom that owned the cookie business, who told the news anchor that she had escorted for the mayor. The girl goes on Twitter and goes, that's nonsense. Here's what actually happened. Uh, she was an escort back in 2018. She claimed she didn't do any sex stuff. She only went on dates with guys as favors. Do you believe that for a minute? Do you believe that girls go on dates for guys? Like, if you're already accepting cash to go on a date with a guy, how much bigger of a, of a leap is it for you to go, oh, he only wants an extra 200 to, you know, rub his balls while he jacks off? Okay, well, I guess I'll do that. Yeah, I would imagine it's like a, maybe she just never got with anybody that had enough money to get to the gold package. She <laughs> So they can only afford, uh, yeah. yeah. But I mean, bronze. if you're in and you're paying for a date, then you're maxing out that credit card at the yeah. ATM and taking out 200 <laughs> for a handjob. Uh, so the woman goes on to write, my mother owns a cookie business that's doing somewhat successful. A local news station asked my mom if she would like to do a story about it. My mom said yes and went to the interview. The interviewer was Maria Athens, who, according to my mother, asked my mom what she thought about the local anchor, uh, Anchorage mayor, Ethan Berkowitz. My mom asked if he was short. After learning that he was, my mom decided that Ethan was the one I was an escort for. She went off on a whole story about how I was an escort and that he hired me for sexual favors, sent me pictures, blah, 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 blah. But then she goes on to say, I was never an escort for Ethan Berkowitz. I don't know that man, and I've never met him. He has never sent me naked pictures or posted any of uh, anything on my website. 
Uh, Maria Athens is running a fake story in an attempt to ruin my life or his life. So this is a big deal up in Alaska. The lady's losing her mind. She's going on the news and telling everybody the mayor's a pedophile. The mayor's going, I've never had a relationship with an underage girl, but I have cheated on my wife with this news anchor, so I'm going to resign. And then this woman, Maria, uh, leaves the mayor of Anchorage the following So, so he had an affair with this lady. Yes. This lady found out he was with an escort. Got well, jealous. Wasn't even crazy, actually with the escort. True, and then lost her mind. Lost her like, mind. The mayor's supposed to only be with me. Turns out she is also dating her news director at the uh, news station. And after they confronted her about the Facebook video where she slurring her words, she punched the news director in the face and got arrested <laughs> for assault and battery, which at that point she got arraigned this weekend. And she was in there yelling that her pancreas hurt and she needed to be released because of it. And it's a very bizarre story. Yeah, but I mean, this is just normal Alaska, right? Like they punch people in the face a lot. Yeah, but I mean, I, I didn't realize girls like that lived in Alaska. Look at how, I mean, granted, she's the news anchor. So I'm sure not ever, I bet a, there's a bunch of Yeah, but this is, a, this is like a Alaska. nice picture of her. I mean, we just seen her for, for real. Yeah, okay, you're right. She was like, first look tonight. <laughs> tonight we're going to do a lot of stuff about the man's dick. <laughs> he is a pedophile. <laughs> I love that. Because, you know, that's it how I. such a funny video. And dude. the whole, look, she had to be intoxicated because if she's going and doing a news story at a booze, uh, in a booze-infused cookie bakery. When you just go, hey, let me try a taste. I bet that's what happened. I bet she had a few booze few infused cookies, ended up getting wasted, and loses her mind, and now her career because of it. Here's the voicemail that buried her. Ethan, it's Maria Athens from Fox ABC CW News at National Alaska. Uh, I just learned through my uh, Emmy Award winning journalism, you're also a pedophile in like little girls and children. And there's a website. I'm so fucking exposing you. I'm going to get an Emmy. So you either turn yourself in, kill yourself, or do what you need to do. I will personally kill you and Mara Kimmel, my goddamn self, you Jewish piece of living fucking shit. Now, that's where she really buries it. Because now she's an anti-Semite, you Jewish piece of fucking shit. You oh, yeah. You can't be in the entertainment business and call the Jews. <laughs> I mean, hey, you Jews. shouldn't be in any business and do that. But yeah. entertainment is not the one that you want to. That's like hey. going in a dental and being against Jews. You just can't do it. Man. I think we should really take a moment. Just say, Jews of the entertainment business, we love you. We, we respect you. And we do all things. For Here's you. a close up on Nathan. Nathan, oh, I missed the close up, but I'll do it there. too. Yeah, there you go. Get you know, it. we love you, Jews. <laughs> That's cool to say, right? Yeah, we really we love you. Menorahs are rocking. I love them. Yeah, and, and all that stuff. Happy yeah. Hanukkah. Match, yeah. motherfucker. You have met your motherfucking match. I can't believe I am such a good person and thought I loved you. I fucking hate. I don't even hate you. I will pray for your Zionist fucking ass, you piece of shit loser. And... <laughs> I'm putting this on the news tonight. Yeah. Bye. Have a great Friday, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, a, have you ever made a lady. woman that angry? Have you oh, ever gotten a God. call from your wife for doing something that she was that angry? <laughs> no, I've never made anybody that angry. But that that is a uh, dude. I mean, that is just a solid end. You mother. <laughs> I love that there's a whole website that's dedicated. It's called Maria Athens Timeline. It includes a Kreiner's Diner where she started screaming at diner uh, customers at the diner before all of this nonsense. It's just, man, I, you think Florida? We get like the reputation for being a bunch oh, of hill jacks. 
But look, I had no idea this nonsense is going on. Up oh in yeah, Alaska, man. More uh, more alien abductions reported than anywhere in the United States. It's a probing, I bet. Yeah. All right. Well, they, 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 man, but she goes, I'm gonna get an Emmy. <laughs> My journalism <laughs> has revealed to me. <laughs> Nobody's giving you an Emmy for calling out the mayor of Alaska. The mayor you realize said, that dude's doing some shady things. The mayor said, I apologize to the people of Anchorage for a major lapse in judgment I made several years ago when I had a consensual, inappropriate messaging relationship with re- uh, reporter Maria Athens. Uh, and the guy ended up going and resigning from office. That's they say crazy. it's unclear if Athens is still employed by the news station. Come on. Is there any way that woman keeps her job after the Jews comment or the slurring in the newsroom getting loaded at work? Yeah. The Jews comment was harsh, man, because <laughs> I've, I've never been wronged by a Jew in my life. Like, no, never I found them to be very friendly people. Again, <laughs> Jews of the world. Nathan and I, we love you. We love you. We, we love everyone of the world. We love we, you, we Jews. We love every single person in the world, but especially the Jews. We'll take a break. When we come back, we will be joined by the very beautiful uh, Nicole Mitchell, former pastor turned, uh, I mean, stripper, but she's doing it on OnlyFans, so it's not like she's, like, grinding up against dudes, and that's cool, man. Uh, I have a ton of questions to ask her. We'll talk to her coming up in just a few minutes. Nicole, can you hear us? I can hear you. Hey. What's up? Hey, awesome. Thank right. you. Now, now we, we lost the video. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all right, just throws the computer down. Hey, thank you for thank you for coming on with us. I appreciate it. Uh, you're everywhere. I've seen you in the New York Post. I saw you on the Daily Mail. Um, what's it like all of a sudden you're going around? Everybody knows who you are now. I'm sure your family and friends see the news about you. What's that like? Yeah, that's a great question. It's been a really interesting journey it's a really interesting feeling to go viral i think a lot of people want that but it's kind of an emotional roller coaster because all of a sudden you're very exposed everyone knows you everyone sees you but now i've gotten used to it and i'm riding the wave and i'm really really grateful yeah i i mean when you say people know everything about you i know Uh, Like everything that's in the article I read about, I know you were married. I know about you starting in the church in St. Paul. I know about you you becoming a pastor. I know that you wanted to, according to the New York Post, you wanted to be an exotic dancer since you were young. Is that true? Or is that the post twist in your words? I mean, there's a little bit of my twisting of my words, but I've always been drawn to the erotic and the exotic. And that is correct. Okay. So um, uh, take us back. Uh, First of all, um, you were married. You're no longer married, correct? You're living in Los Angeles. Um, you were on Jimmy Kimmel just a week ago, right? Yes, I was. And, um, all right. So let's start off with, you start off, um, moving to St. Paul and you were looking for something to be a part of, and you and your husband joined the church, correct? Correct. And then you decide at a certain point that you wanted to be more involved with the church. So you became a pastor, a preacher you started doing. So do you have to go to a school for that kind of stuff? Or are you just, you know, going every Sunday and reciting, you know, learning from the Bible and then preparing to go up and, and do your preaching? Yeah. For, I was in the evangelical church, which doesn't actually require you to be ordained. So school isn't required. Um, I ended up going to seminary anyway, just because I'd always wanted to go to seminary and get a theology degree. But yeah, I was hired to preach there and loved it. Like I loved my congregation. I loved my people. I loved using my skills as a public speaker. And I just kind of outgrew it eventually. So um, how long into, because I know that you did, you did the one big sermon on the 4th of July weekend. 
And then after that, you decide, hey, I'm done with being a pastor. What? It just wasn't what you thought it would be? Yeah, I had been in that journey to get there for about three, four years and jumped through all the hoops, did all the things. And the higher I rose up, the more censored I became. They censored more of what I wanted to say, censored how I could express myself, what I was allowed to do and not to do. And so the more I rose up, the less I felt like me. And I'm way too authentic of a soul to stay somewhere where I have to pretend to be someone I'm not. And so I had to make a choice. Stay where I was getting a little bit of money with people I love, being a a watered-down version of myself, or walk away and see what might be out there in the unknown. So I set this intention that I had one of of my favorite photographers I've been following for a while that I wanted to do a shoot with him, and he does nude photography. And it worked out where he was looking for a model one day in my area, and it happened to be free, and we hooked up for that day to do the shoot, and it was the most magical, beautiful life-changing experience. I just told a friend last week, like after doing that shoot. And since then I'm like literally born to take my clothes off. And it sounds so silly. <laughs> no, bravo. There's like yeah. silly how that. I feel. Rob is so happy. Right? Yeah. I, I, I'm not the only one. I bet the guy sitting there don't watch it. He's been talking about this for days. She's I, I, like, I, just say she's coming on. He's like, she's going to get me closer to God, buddy. Yeah, I believe now. I'm a believer. Um, So you end up, I read that you said that, uh, where is it? Uh, You cried because you never felt more holy and sacred in your entire life at the nude photo show. Even though you had done all of this religious stuff, that's really what made you feel that empowered, right? Yes, a thousand percent. Like I literally stripped off anything that came between me and God. And it was literally just me and all my glory. And I never felt more connected. And that's when I knew this is the work I am meant to do. Now, how does your husband take that? Because I'm assuming if you guys are in an evangelical Christian church, he's probably a person that believes. And if that's a decision you guys made together, all of a sudden, I mean, I'd be freaked out. My girlfriend's pretty conservative. If all of a sudden she was like, hey, uh, you know, I want to start an OnlyFans account. I'd go, wait, (laughs) what? Um, But I'm not even a person that believes in religion. So um, what was his reaction when you found out about all of this? (laughs) You know, he's a beautiful soul. And in our marriage, I always jokingly call him my gateway drug to all things liberal. He like he is a large reason why I am where I'm today. He's always encouraging me to like trust my heart, do your thing, like you deserve to be seen, heard in whatever ways feel good to you. He fully supported me. He was taking pictures of me for my OnlyFans account, buying me sexy lingerie for my shoots, and just totally had my back. And I am where I am because of his love and support. And I am deeply grateful for that. Man, that's so, I mean, I don't know about Nathan's been married for a long, long time. 15 years. 15, if your mm-hmm. wife, how long were you guys married before you found mm-hmm. yourself and told your husband that you had this idea that you wanted to explore your sexuality? How long prior to that were you guys married? Yes. Great. We were married actually for a couple, there's a couple coming out moments. We were married for six years before I realized I was queer. And that was my first coming out moment to him. Okay. And then we had been married for uh, nine years before I did my first boudoir shoot. And I was like, oh my gosh, I want to do more of this. Okay. So he was kind of used to the idea that, you know, you weren't as, you weren't, you know, just male, female and uptight religious as you, you know, may have led others to believe. Cause I would assume all of a sudden you drop out of the church and then you become, you know, doing the OnlyFans account. I would assume in a small town, like, I mean, you lived in the Midwest, right? It was St. Paul or somewhere. Yeah. What was your reaction there for mm-hmm. people? And all of a sudden you go into softcore porn. 
Yeah, that's a great question. That's actually kind of one of the many reasons why we moved out West was kind of to have a fresh start and be in a place where that was normal. Because you're right, it's not normal in the Midwest to do lingerie, erotic, nude modeling. And so there were some releasing of friendships in my life, which was super sad because I love my friends, but it just wasn't a place where I could be fully me. So we moved to a place where I felt like I could be fully me. And it's totally been. And that's California, right? Los Angeles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Cali, yeah. Baby. Well, we live on the East coast of, we have our own, we're like the East coast, California, Florida. Cause it's, I Kinda. mean, we're we just, li- we live in the Midwest of Florida. It's called Fort Myers. Yeah. So it's kind of more <laughs> redneck than it is liberal, but I mean, you go to St. Petersburg, it's much more. One liberal. thing that I find that, you know, honestly, although some of the things might, you know, the, the church wouldn't agree with a lot of the things, especially with your marriage, you're actually following God. You're, you know, your husband, as he should, is supporting you and going along with you and making sure that you're still doing good. So, I, you know, it's a very uh, a weird line you're walking. If anybody ever gives you any crap for that, don't. I wouldn't take any crap for that. Obviously, you don't. You seem pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, thank you. No, I appreciate it. It is. It's something, I mean, what I do is very polarizing. So it obviously brings out some of the worst in humans, but it also brings out the best in the humans. And I just focus on the people who do love and support me, and I will take that. And just to be clear, my husband and I are now divorced. Um, oh, but that okay. Was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. Well, that changes detail. the whole part. Hey, yeah. you guys are really doing good. Yeah. You're crushing it. You know, your husband supports you. No, no. He was, she was like, I'm going to get naked. And he was like, well, I'm going to strip too. She was like, I need a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was a, it was a mutual decision and we're on really good terms and really want each other to be super happy. And so. I'm did he very, move very back to St. Paul too. and like go back to the church or what did he do? No, he's still here um, because we have our children. So we're going to plan on staying uh, out here together um, for the kiddos. Yeah. Now let yeah. me ask you, you said it's polarizing, but I mean, in 2020, I there's everybody's on uh, only fans. So I can't imagine that it would be that polarizing. Now, if you had made this move in like 1988, people would be like, Oh my God, I can't believe you're going into triple X porn, but that's not even what you're doing. I mean, what you're doing is from what I've seen, yes, there are risque photo shoots and there is some nudity to them, but I mean, there it's not actual pornography in the sense that it's like uh, you doing stuff with other people. Right. Right. No, it's a good point. I sometimes I'm like, we're in 2020. Why is this a big deal? And also we're in 2020 and I'm really grateful. Like it's a, it's a mixed, mixture of both and yeah it's interesting like even the definition of porn some people think like oh my gosh you're totally doing porn it's so explicit it's so inappropriate and then people are like what this is so soft and artistic and tasteful and so at the end of the day I have to kind of tune out everyone's opinions and just do what feels right to me and all the people who will love it will join me and all the people who won't love it probably sign up anyway because they want to see and I'm happy to have them. Uh, now, where can people, I have all your info for your Instagram. It's Michelle Nickel, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L-N-I-K-O-L-E, correct? And then on Twitter, it's the same thing, Michelle Nickel. And uh, I'm going to throw this in the chat so anybody that's on there, go follow her now. Go like her Instagram page. Go find her on Facebook. Um, where can people find your OnlyFans? What is the OnlyFans? Yes. Yes. If you go to OnlyFans.com slash Nicole Mitchell, um, I'll be right there. And it's linked on my Instagram account. It's linked on my Twitter account. So and you can message me and I can also send you guys a link. But yeah, come join me. It's an amazing, amazing space to be. Like I swear I attract the most incredible humans in there. 
and it's sexy and hot, but it's also really personable and a community. And I can't recommend it enough. How long have you been on OnlyFans? Just over a year. It was a year ago last month. Okay. And in, in a year of being uh, as a, a person on OnlyFans, um, can you make a full-time living? Because there is a lot of competition. You got into it at the right time because, I mean, everybody's at home now or were, was for a long time. So there's probably a lot of people going on and subscribing to OnlyFans because they're bored. They can't go to the bars. They're going to sit home and look at hot girls and why not? Um, but can you make Correct. can you make like a decent living enough to live out, out in Los Angeles by doing OnlyFans? Yes, at this point, I'm making um, six figures a month. So, yeah, I would say it's livable. Good for you. Oh, man. Six figures a month. There's radio guys, me, that don't make that in an entire year. Six figures a month. Man, I'm going to start whipping my titties out on OnlyFans. Yeah, don't whip them out here. I'll pay to see those. Man, wow, six figures a month. How does your life change? Because, I mean, you were a Midwest girl going to church. I'm not assuming. I'm assuming that you were not making six figures a month. Back when you were living in Minnesota or Minneapolis, how does your life change when you come into that kind of money? Yeah, we were broke, literally <laughs> broke. Like this is part of my story and part of like why I'm a life coach is we went from, um, you know, just over two years ago, I was literally making no money and I made $99 in my first month. And I was like, yes, oh my God, my first money. And now I've just crossed into my, you know, first you know, this, it'll be this week. I'll cross six figures and the month isn't over yet. Well, that's halfway um, through the month. Yeah. I hope Good for you. Yeah. I hope a lot of like the <laughs> congregation doesn't see this. There's going to be a lot of pastors. Going <laughs> yeah. to hey, you pay your tithings. <laughs> <laughs> They'll be hitting you up for money. Like, hey, we need that plate filled. Come on. You got the yeah. cash now. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, totally. Cause when I was a pastor, I was paid almost nothing. Yeah. You yeah. know, and that was yeah. part of the frustration is like, I'm, I'm living out my calling. I'm using my gifts and my talent. And I'm getting scrapped for it. And I just, I had a deep desire to be wealthy, which isn't also super acceptable in the churches I was in. Um, and so I, that's another reason why I had to walk away is like, I, in order to follow myself and be true to myself and do what I really want to do and make a shit ton of money, it had, I had to leave spaces where that wasn't normal or acceptable. And now I do, I kind of laugh and like, say the joke's on you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you this much, man. I That is awesome. Good for you. That's fantastic. Um, I'm gonna, if I ever have a daughter, I'm going to be like, you should grow up to be a pastor stripper. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's, talk, a great career. <laughs> let's talk about the life coaching for a second. Um, how to unfuck yourself. That's what it's called. Um, these nice. are coaching courses that you offer and they teach you how to kind of do what you've done. I mean, not for OnlyFans. I'm sure, Nathan, if you want to learn how to make your plumbing even better, you could learn how to do that through uh, how to unfuck yourself. But tell me more <laughs> about what it is. What, how's it work? Yeah, it's fantastic. I have several courses, and that's one of them. How to unfuck yourself, which is all about how to get out of your own way, stop self-sabotaging, and allow your life to get better. I have a course called Sexy and Free, which is all about feeling safe in your self-expression and being sexy. And even if you want to get into modeling and OnlyFans, I talk about that in there. Um, I have a course called How to Monetize Your Shit, because I want people to know it's not the, the only way to, or to make money. The only way isn't just working an hourly job or a salary. When you learn how to monetize your energy and your presence and your personality, no matter where you go, no matter what you do, you can make a shit ton of money. Yeah. So I teach all these different courses to help people find their power and create life on their terms 
and stop sub- settling for what society has told them is possible. Just like for me, when I was told as a woman and as a pastor and as a leader, you'll never make much money in your life. And I'm just like, F that, watch me, bitch. And like, went after my dreams and like learned how to do all these things. I would love if you said that to like the head pastor. (laughs) He's like, you're never going to make money in your life. F that. Watch me, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You should own that church. You could buy your own church. You should buy a church. You should just get a church. I would go. I would go. Yeah, believe me, if you were like, hey, come to the church of OnlyFans, I would be there every (laughs) week. I would leave here and move to California for it. Not the church of OnlyFans. That's just the church of just dudes. Like a computer. Just like oh they get there, like I, I thought that you were so beautiful. Um, Nicole, let me ask you. So you you have how uh, to unfuck yourself, and again, people can go find you. Mitchell Nicole N I K O L E is how you spell Nicole. Um, I did see one quote that I wanted to ask you about. You say you started off selling topless photos on OnlyFans, uh, but now it's at the point where you take personal requests and make videos very tailored to people's specific desires. Um, what are some weird things? that people have called, had people asked for bizarre things. And I'll tell you why, because when I was working on the radio uh, part-time down here in Florida, a guy was paying me $10 a photo for photos of my feet. And I know that's weird to some people, maybe not to you, but people were paying for those suckers. And it's weird to me that somebody would do that. But I accepted the money when he asked me to start (laughs) sniffing my toes and put them in my mouth. That's when I was like, no, I think I'm done. Um, Have you ever had anybody ask for feet stuff? Has there ever been anything where it's like, hey, can you dress up like my mom and then take photos of yourself and they send you a photo of their mom or any weird requests? Yes. Yeah, it's really interesting. And this is something I actually like about OnlyFans and the work that I do is like part of my work is helping normalize people's desires because we're just in a lot of US, we're just shamed for our desires, especially if they involve anything sexually. And as an adult, I'm like, you're an adult, you're allowed to have desires and we can normalize that. And there's people who want to give you your desires and there's people you can receive your desires from. And so I actually feel really honored that people would message me and ask me for specific things because to me, I see the vulnerability in that because I have the power to like make fun of them or humiliate them. But instead I receive it as like, as an honor, like that they would share that with me. And then they know, they all know my OnlyFans that I decide like what I'm comfortable with. And every time I've turned down something, they've been nothing but like a thousand percent supportive, like no problem. Just thought I'd check. Thank you so much for like the work that you do create. So with that said, yeah, I've had requests for feet, um, for, um, team for <laughs> using suckers in different ways and it's very interesting the but ping, it's open it's i think you can ask me for anything with the right for me to like i still reserve the right to turn it down yeah. and so they they do ask um i know that somebody it's you continue in the quote from the post um to the point where back in march someone was actually going to pay several thousands of dollars to have sex with some you were going to get paid to do that and you were okay with it but covid hit and that got canceled um when, I mean, now that you're making six figures as opposed to what you may have been making back in March before everything got locked down and people were at home, um, I would assume that that price would skyrocket, right? Like now you don't have to do it for the same price you had to do it for in March, correct? <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> uh, yeah, nice. it, it, it shut down because of COVID and slightly because of the illegality of it. <laughs> So we're working on that. She's like, we were going to climb the wall in New Mexico and do this thing. It was not legal. Yeah. But, um, you know. right. Well, you could arrange that with the bunny ranch. I mean, I bet, man. Well, I, I don't think you want to go and do that. Those girls are a different type of escort. That's kind of like a buffet of poon for guys to just come through. And I think you would be more of a 
here's a date. We're going to go have dinner. And then if things progress to that point, as opposed to a whorehouse in Nevada. So yeah, I think you're much more. Yeah, it's, that. I see the picture of it. It's literally in a strip mall. Yeah. What the, the, the bunny ranch. Yeah. They have a cafe, like a, yeah, a cafeteria like a, where you go and sit down and eat and with all the other guys that have like sex. a foot locker. There's a, there's like a, a foot logger, a little cafe, and then the bunny ranch in the middle. Well, again, and then uh, my OnlyFans search the next door. Yeah, the, <laughs> hey, now there you go. Yeah, that, we can make uh, some money. Afterwards, you can pray and still look at titties. It's fine. Uh, this is Nicole Mitchell. Yeah. Um, she is a former pastor turned stripper. You can find her on OnlyFans. Again, Nicole Mitchell. I'll throw the info back in the chat again. Find her on Instagram on Facebook, Twitter. Uh, Nicole, thank you for coming on with us. I appreciate it. Sorry about the technical difficulties, but um, I look forward to uh, seeing your name some more in the news. I've read plenty about you, and uh, hopefully we'll see you doing some cool stuff on OnlyFans soon. I mean, maybe I'll, I will, because I'm going to go subscribe. So I will yeah, see you doing some cool things. Come and join the party. Keep living them dreams, thank too. You Keep guys doing so your thing. Thanks so much for having me. No problem. Nicole, you have a great day. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. See you later. All right. Let's uh, exit out of that. Um, she was nice, man. Yeah, you that know, was, was really cool. Really nice. Yeah, she's got a, definitely got a, like a vibe to her. Very pretty know? gal. Um, the Zoom shut down. You saved it with the, hey, can you call? Because I did the whole computer. At one point, everything glitched out. Did you see that? The oh, whole they, thing shut yeah, off at one I'm point. Pretty yeah, I'm pretty freaked out about that. Like, I spent a lot of yeah, money to make sure it doesn't glitch. Yeah, went, but dude, it was right Whoa. when she was like right about to get into the whole God thing. And God was like, nah, yeah, we're good. Turning that shit off. Yeah. Like, Not today. Uh, all right. <laughs> like literally, every she was like, she was like, so this is my belief. I don't remember what it was, but it was something like that. And it just like, kadoosh, the whole room just shut down. We we're like, oh, okay. Yep, Changing subject. Done. Um, anyway, back to you looking pretty, girl. Uh, all right. So we're going to end that meeting. And Rob should get an OnlyFans. Thank you to Legal Eagle who is in there. Uh, dude, I love seeing Rob behind the mic again. Been years. Thank you, Ariel. Sweet. You know, Rob is Ariel, thinking he should have man. to have his girlfriend making OnlyFans as soon as you're six figures a month. Nathan, if your wife came to you and she's like, hey, you never have to, even though you love working at Bill's Plumbing, what's the number? 245 uh, <laughs> Bill's Plumbing. Uh, even though you love working at Bill's Plumbing, would you take that money to go? I mean, she'd have to like, oh man, that's a slippery slope, you know, it, it, and you see she's not with her husband anymore either. So it's, it's well, I mean, it's you start definitely. making a hundred thousand dollars a month changes a person. So I that's, don't think she quit because of the money. I think it was, it was probably an issue. I mean, if you're a dedicated person, you, it, it's difficult. It, it would definitely be difficult. I mean, that's that's the whole point of marriage is monogamy. Yeah, you're a better person than I. Yeah. We're doing a heartbeat. I go, Caitlin, you have to like take this lava lamp, shove it <laughs> up your shit pipe. We need to pay the grocery bills. And I would do. The, I would be like, hey, listen, you just got to do whatever they ask. Like, oh, you're saying no? No, you, you want the cable bill to be paid? You're gonna shove that. <laughs> it would definitely be on the news, just like she's on the news. It'd be on Kimmel. It'd be like, it'd be like local comedian plumber's wife started a, a, a <laughs> sex, fans. an OnlyFans page, and he murdered everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> it was a slaughter. It was a sl no. I I would probably just cry and go live with my mom or something. I don't know. I I I I get you know why it could be an issue for, her, but it seems like like she said it's like they're in L.A., so it's a different vibe. You know. I yeah. don't know. I think it's very cool what she's doing. Me too. I personally think if any if like when she said that the first time she did it, it was like almost like a shine, and she was like, oh my god, this is me. 
It's like how we feel when we first do comedy for the first time. The first time I did comedy, I was like, oh, my God, this is what I've been searching yeah, for. Yeah, but guys aren't asking you to take photos of your pissing once you start featuring, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I don't I've know. heard some stories of yeah. some comedians who Unfortunately, I, would, I wouldn't I, I would not have my wife do a, a OnlyFans thing. OnlyFans. Uh, OnlyFans. I wouldn't have her do that. But if, like, a dude was like, you're going to be super rich. All you have to do is fucking blow me. I'd be like, eh, I don't know. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Are we having this? What, 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 what could I be? What would I be? They're like, oh, well, you'll have your own show. Man, I'm like, I damn it. I would get butt fucked for $400,000 once last uh, on Monday. And she's making, she's not even getting butt fucked. And she's making $1.2 million a year. She'd at get least, an only page. You, gotta, at least. you just stick, oh. you pee on things, you stick uh, suckers in your butt, and you're good to go, buddy. <laughs> I like you how just, she said yeah. that. Uh, they want me to use suckers in other ways. Uh, yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, other ways. She just got a stuck sucker sticking out of her butt, out of her <laughs> vag, just kicking it. She's like, yeah, this is the blow pop. This is the tootsie <laughs> roll. How, how many spins to the center? Well, in fair, she said she turned those down. <laughs> Man, did, she, I, did she say she turned she down the turned lollipop, down the lollipop and the pissing oh, video? She? she said, these are things that I've turned down. Oh, okay. I didn't realize she turned that down. Okay, no, no well, she said feet's down. normal. Cool. Oh, I'd piss all over something if somebody's going to pay me for it. <laughs> yeah, I piss on stuff all the time for no reason. You know, there are videos of guys in China, not that you look Asian, but there's videos of guys <laughs> in China taking, uh, they make money of them eating food shirtless. Would you be willing to do that? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, nobody, I don't think anybody wants to see. Me but that's the thing. They like bigger dudes. That's oh. what it's into. And it's weird because I didn't know Chinese guys got that big, but they have really fat Chinese guys so anyway, sitting with their shirts off eating food. Wallace Nathan 239 <laughs> only fan page. Yeah. I'm going to have meatloaf this week. <laughs> Spaghetti. <laughs> I would do that. I mean, look, again, I saw photos on my feet for money. So who am I to talk? Um, all right, let's take a break real quick because uh, we have comedian Rab Russell all in right. here. So we're going to get him set up. Um, and then I'm going to make sure that like my computers didn't catch on fire. Yeah, I'll, probably that be, segment. I'll be probably cutting out about 830, man. I Sounds good. I figured we'd break again around 8 30 so uh we will take a quick break and when we come back comedian rab russell joins us thank you to nicole mitchell for hanging out again follow her instagram mitchell nicole she's on facebook quit being a pastor to become an only fans gal making a hundred thousand dollars a year i would check it out she's a good looking girl and she's actually she's like really chill just Uh, really cool and has a good sense of humor so Check her out, man. Go, go have some fun over there. We'll take a break. And when we come back, comedian Rab Russell, we've got a whole bunch of Florida man stories, including uh, here's the my favorite Florida student quarantined for COVID due to her menstrual cycle. We will discuss Wait, it happened right here in Fort Myers. <laughs> Details coming up after the break. Hang tight. Don't go anywhere. We have Rab Russell joining us in studio. Comedian Rab Russell. Say hello to everybody at home. Rab Russell. Hello. Can you hear me? <laughs> yeah, you're good. Can you hear yourself? Yeah, I can hear myself. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, Rav's a very funny comedian. Not fr- originally from here, right? You're originally from Chicago. Uh, yeah, born and raised Chicago, but I did not start comedy in Chicago. You s- L.A., right? Los Angeles, yeah. Which has got to be a nightmare to start because, I mean, those places, I back when things were open, you would have to, ha- I mean, ah, let's see if I can get everybody. Hang on. All right, there we go. Uh, back when everything was open, um, you would have to go and how long were the sets when you're first starting out? I mean, look, when we're getting on at places, you can get 10 minutes at a, a cafe in Fort Myers or at a bar in Tampa. But when you're going to places in California, how long are they giving you when you first start? Uh, most mics are about three minutes. Oh. And uh, most mics are also lottery sometimes. 
So you just like sit around for two hours just to maybe get called and then finally go up and just bust your nut real quick in three minutes and get the fuck out of there. Do you have a good three minutes, Nathan? Do you have a tight three? You need to have that because you do. When you enter competition, sometimes they'll be like, well, I mean, the least I've ever seen is five, five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even say I have a tight. I don't know if I have a tight five. You know, I, I do pretty well in the competitions, but I, I don't know, man. Like I like like Florida's funniest. They wanted you to do the same five minutes the whole entire time. Really? I did a different five every single time. So I I just and how far did you get in that contest to the finals? Right? Final, yeah, top ten. I mean, at one hundred eighty nine, I made the top ten. Wow. But yeah, they want the, Renee literally says do the same five minutes the entire time because that's gonna be your TV five. They want to see if you can it out you know what i'm saying i don't know i just did different because i get bored i can't do the same you know i'm, I'm the same a, way i gotta do different jokes I'm a, i have like the the same kind of like opener intro yeah. but i always will do different shit every time i think yeah, next I time i'll do the same five though because that's what she wants I'm, i'll bring it over there i don't do well in comedy competitions neither do i, I don't I. like doing them i already feel shitty enough sometimes getting done that i don't need somebody to validate <laughs> that i didn't do well by going you fucking lost jerk off that's not a fun time for me yeah it's that extra knowing that you're getting judged where like you just put it on your own conscious a little bit more and oh yeah and then most of the time, some of those contests are just, hey, whoever brings the most people wins because they'll do it by yep. crowd support. And that's always, that's also humiliating too, because then it's like, well, I can't even get enough friends to come to the comedy club so I can win this shitty open mic. <laughs> Dude, I've been beat. I've been beat in that, that Vasani's competition by a first timer three times. Now, Vasani's is a room here in Port Charlotte, oldest county in all of Florida. It's the comedy castle, man. Delicious it's a food. Great room. Fantastic yeah. food. Yeah. Um, and delicious, uh, fun comedy. Comedy, great fun shows, comedy, yeah. headliners that you don't see anywhere else. Um, First time I went there, I thought I was going to have to joust someone to get stage time. <laughs> they have a moat. They really went <laughs> in. Swim the moat. They yeah. went hard um, in on the. Uh, we're building a comedy castle. They went like in the middle in. of nowhere. Like it's like it's like there's a there's a Walgreens, a Circle K, and a castle. Yep. <laughs> You're just driving, and all of a sudden there's a giant castle, comedy zone, or well, uh, Vasani's. It's, it's the worst version of medieval times. That's for sure. <laughs> it's a great place, though. I mean, they have amazing food too. But I, I, they have this competition there, it's, and uh, it's a clean room. I mean, it doesn't have to be clean for those contests but i mean they're when you go there you eat like as the host you just eat dicks anyway because they're eating dinner they're having lamb they're not there going they're not having the two drink minimum it's a full course dinner that they're eating while you're up there they're there for two hours so they so they're there usually two hours before the show and they eat a giant meal and by the time you get there they're drinking their coffee so they're ready for a nap like i was there two weeks ago and they had uh, there was two people right in the front with oxygen masks on <laughs> but, but that's what you love to look out and see it's not like that all week like they have they bring in big names like yeah. oh, this week there's going to be Ryan Nymiller there but they bring little in, hands so fri- yeah little hands so friday and saturday are amazing just thursday is a good show too but i i like to go on like the wednesday or like the thursday if there's a tuesday i pick the tuesday because it's basically just building up okay, comedy calluses you know, it's like, can I do 10 minutes in front of all these 80 old year olds people. and just bomb and then Ugh. and still live through it? You know, so, yeah, that like <laughs> I moved here about a year and a half ago. And this is the first time I've ever had to deal with a crowd that had 60 year olds or older like L.A. You've never I never had a crowd that had like somebody over 60 for sure. Like so coming come here, I was like complete change of how I was trying to 
work my material. See, and I've approach. only ever done comedy here in Florida. Yeah. I've only, I mean, I've traveled a little bit and done it, but I started in Tampa. I moved down here and then did nights on the radio. So I, I don't know. It was a weird time. I couldn't really. Tampa's younger though, too. It's got a. Younger yeah. Crowd. And I'm a dad. Yeah, I'm not there. like, uh, it's weird. I don't like going to those. That, it's like, funny like, in LA over in. six. If you're over 60 in LA, you're either super rich or super homeless. <laughs> yeah. And if you're super rich, you're not going to a comedy club. <laughs> you're not going club. to the comedy club. And if you're super homeless, you're not allowed to go to the comedy yeah. club. <laughs> I love when I see guys go and take it. I, I like people who try and go and see if they can live that dream, but then it's always sad when they come back. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, so you, get, you get one out of a million. Yeah. basically. It's like when you move to Fort Myers to do radio and then, yeah, you sure are doing it in your bedroom. You chase your dreams. You were so right excited when here. you came I here. Was. You were like, oh, oh this is my oh, They really gave me a nice deal. I mean, uh, literally, this is financed by them. So thank you, I guess, in a weird way. I yeah, I told him. When he first he came here, he started the show. I was like, we'll be in your bedroom in three months. <laughs> <laughs> well, after you see the first ratings <laughs> book, I almost was. Uh, I'm just messing with you, man. Uh, Rav, do you have any shows coming up? I know you do open mic night at Ollie's in the Cape. That's every Sunday, right? Yeah, so now Florida's opened up. Uh, the bars are allowed to be open again. So I started the open mic again, and then uh, I think I'm going to start running shows again there soon. Yeah, that's where I called a woman to see you next Tuesday. She was being one, and I should not have used that term, but, you know, nonetheless. Something similar like that happened two weeks ago to Kyle there. Oh, same woman? Uh, no. No, this lady, her, she was, her name was River. Yeah. Oh, you were there? She was she an ultra hippie. No, I just heard about it. She was like it. a six-year-old hippie that lost her mind uh -huh. because... Kyle was talking about Trump being a bully. Oh, that, I mean, everybody, I don't know. And I avoid the hippies like bullies. I guess so. They're like baby boomers, right? Uh, hippies were always bullied. They were always bullied. Yeah. Hippies That's why bullied? they started. Hippies, hippies want peace and love. And then, you know, bully is the complete opposite. So it's like, so she literally walked up to Kyle and grabbed and shook him. So she bullied him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, she bullied him. She was like, this the is the bullies. She put his fold him up, put him in a trash can. <laughs> uh, so Sunday nights, what time does that start? Seven o'clock in the Cape? Yeah, seven uh, till whenever we go. 239-300-2320 if you want to call. Uh, the Zoom is down, so I don't think that's going to be an option. It's what killed the uh, last segment. All of the computers in the studio shut off. Uh, the Zoom is down. The Zoom is down. Uh, but if you would like to call, the phone lines are open. 239-300-2320. Uh, I have a whole array Florida man stories. All right, um, and I figured we I could them. just burn through some of these. My favorite Florida man story didn't even happen here in Florida. It's just a tie-in. All right, so this woman, uh, where is she? The Bradenton mom, this bitch. Uh, her name is Erica Pedra, 36 years old. She was pissed off that the school bus that her daughter was on was 30 minutes late, so she got on and shoved the school bus assistant. Problem is, the school bus assistant is nine months pregnant, so now the woman is facing charges nice. for that, nice. which is a typical Florida woman, but it involves a bus, and I found a story not far from here that I would like to bring to your attention. This story happened in Louisiana. An 11-year-old boy is facing multiple charges after allegedly stealing a school bus and taking it for a joyride. Dude took an entire full-length school bus and went for a joyride through downtown. They ended up having to have a 30-minute police chase to catch him. Any passengers? Uh, I don't know if there were any on the bus. Here's, <laughs> here's the video that somebody took on Twitch or uh, Twitter. This is a little kid? 11. Wow, oh, this kid's 11. a fat ass. 
Want to do some hood rat shit? Oh, yeah, this kid's a badass for sure. But what's he? Is he's it a full length or is it a short bus? That, no, it's a. I believe it's a full length because here I have a full news story. Uh, It'd be great if it was a short. And the commentary. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'm riding the bus. <laughs> the commentary. Like I drove it. <laughs> the commentary from the. You got to listen to this for the woman that. Child ride was caught on camera in Louisiana after an 11 year old boy stole a school bus. Stole. Anybody else catch that? <laughs> I like that. After an 11 year old boy stole a school bus stole. and took it for a joyride. The dangerous stunt wasn't just fun and games. ABC's Ariel Rashad reports he allegedly intended to cause harm. Oh, he was going to drive it through something. Looks like he's keeping it straight on the road. Hey, he's probably angry because that hippie lady bullied him. <laughs> 13 miles. It's a badass 11 year old. Listen to this woman. I don't know what's going on, but it looked like somebody was stolen. All right. I love that. I heard she that. said stole too. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. Dunn stole the school bus. -year -old I think I say stole as well. That looks like a full-length school bus to me. Oh, yeah, moving quick. Dude, I don't think at 30 I could... How's an 11-year-old reach? Oh, The only way that the cops ended this police chase with the 11-year-old behind the wheel of the school bus was the 11-year-old lost control and slammed into that tree in some lady's front yard. Otherwise, the kid's still be going to school. Is the story not called The Kid Dies on a School Bus? Yeah, did he fly through the windshield? <laughs> they, they, the windshield's literally like five feet from you on a school bus. <laughs> they arrested him, so yeah, he's got to be alive. I don't know. He's like right just here. been hanging onto the steering wheel with cruise control going. I just or picture an 11-year-old with a giant steering wheel. <laughs> 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 I, you know, I, I feel like it just like it just got away from him because he can't. I'm telling you, 11-year-old can't reach the pedals unless he's standing up. Dude, I can't reach <laughs> the pedals. How yeah. would I, I couldn't steal that bus and that 11-year-old's able to. I think he threw oh. it in the gear, and this whole chase was just momentum. <laughs> like, it just, like, kept picking up momentum. He's like, no! <laughs> School buses aren't stick shift, right? They're just lever yeah, and go. Lever and go, man. They yeah. have the thing here, but that's for the door. Yeah, right? that's the, for the door, yeah. Okay. So so if he turned it on, and it he would just start picking it. up momentum. I mean, it could, it, and then he hit a downhill, that thing's gonna get going. I, I want to know how he got on the school bus, because those doors are hard to push open, you know? You gotta have, like, some kind of, I think they're like airlock or air seal. Oh, like to break in to steal the bus. Yeah. Oh, I would just go through the emergency exit on the back. That's the big ass thing. This 11 year old climbed through that tall I emergency mean, exit. I'm pretty oh, sure if you go in, on the bus, if you go to a bunch of buses that are lined up, like you ever see, they have them lined up for the next day for school. I'm sure if you went to a bunch of them, you're going to end up finding one that has true. a loose door or something that yeah, you but can with break the keys into. in it too. I mean, I think that's this true. Was, I think it was a bus driver mistake <laughs> or an inside job. Maybe yeah. this was all part of, Bus driver's like, hey, sit here for a minute, kid. I'm going to get a 40. <laughs> Bush set him up. I don't know. All the video footage, he looks like he was driving on the road pretty well. Look at how tall. He's tiny. He's a tiny little dude. They got him in cuffs. Yeah, they got him cuffed up. <laughs> well, I mean, he stole a school do. bus for 30 minutes. I would, I, I, I guess the damage is already done. What's he going to do now? I would love it if this, this video was just them beating the shit out of this kid. <laughs> I want to see the security footage from the bus can, like, you know, the one yeah. that's up, like, on the mirror. Oh yeah, the yeah the mirror thing, man. That was I, the I don't ever things, think those don't things work. record. No, I think that's all bullshit. They, they used to tell us in high school that they did. They had we had a kid on our bus in summer school that actually we would catch bats in North Fort Myers. All the bridges in North Fort Myers have bats, and if you run a stick, they fall in the water. And okay, they the shore and you catch them. 
So he would catch bags of them and then he threw it on the bus driver one day. It was hilarious. I mean, we bags all laughed. Bats. Yeah, bags of bats. Just a bag of bat right in her lap. She's like, ah! She, and was <laughs> she almost wrecked the thing. And then uh, so then they put a camera in there. It was just a they opened it, it was just an empty box, but then they have a camera that goes in there and they're like, okay. Now that you threw bats, there's a real camera in here. It was there for like two days, and they were like, "Okay, some other kid threw bats. We got to take the camera." <laughs> I uh, I love that uh, those video camera footages of like usually school buses that you see, and like when like the teacher falls asleep, and then the the, the kids are just bouncing around yeah, like in the, the back <laughs> of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not Florida. That's a that's a richer state. <laughs> that's Illinois. They can put four officers arrested on four charges, charges including aggravated assault. Oh. And remarkably, no one was hurt. That child has been charged as a juvenile. Police still trying to figure out how he got the keys to that school bus and why he may have stolen it. Ariel Rush, ABC News, New York. Bus driver's yeah. like, bro, your mom's hot. Give me your number. I'll give you the key. <laughs> yeah. You take it for a joyride. Yeah, he took it. I mean, what do you, I guess, what do you do? This kid's a boss. Did you see the headline for that or no? No. no. Okay, no, what no. do you think this guy did? Don't read the story. Um, Tried to regain his soul. He strangled someone Hillsborough in the County parking lot. Hillsborough County. I say he punched a dog. No, uh, I he may have done something else to a duck, dog or duck. I said dog. Are we going duck? He did something. To he a put duck? his dick in a Dairy Queen Blizzard. No, that wow, that's a very you odd choice. To guess. <laughs> yeah, that's very specific. Like you've done it yourself. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, look, it stays on. <laughs> look how thick this look is. Look how thick it is. <laughs> I barely get my dick in there. <laughs> this is 38 year old Ron Bush out of Hillsborough County. I know uh, a Ron Bush in L.A. He was a rat. Do you think? I mean, are they related? Uh, he's, a, he's a black gay guy. Oh, yeah, I definitely, not. definitely not this guy. <laughs> he had to say he had to he change. He looks like he'd be he angry if he found out he had a black guy in his family. You know, there's no way they're related. Funny He's that black, a black guy. guy. I'll fucking kill him. Uh, all right, let's see. Uh, he was charged with bestiality as well as uh, child porn on his phone. Man, this guy's freaky. Fuck uh, a duck. He is facing 47 like counts child duck. of possession of child porn, five counts of engaging <laughs> in sexual activities with animals, two counts of in-state transmission of child pornography by electric device. Does it say what kind of animal? No. And don't you want to know? I do. So I actually went into the, because they posted this on Facebook, and I was going to write, hey, uh, does anybody know what the animal was, but then I went, uh, people were probably like, what the fuck's wrong with you, man? Yeah. Why do you want to know what kind of animal this guy's having get, sex you with? You should do a video and just go, hey, does anybody know what kind of animal that was? <laughs> hey, could you tell me? Could you tell <laughs> I like that. I like Rab said he having sex with a kid duck. So he's like, it, it, he, he's, it's bestiality and pedophilia <laughs> all at the same time. I get it all he's like, you only have sex with baby animals. He's a real freak. <laughs> Only calves. Oh, yeah. Calves. <laughs> Only calves, man. Yeah, I used to bang cows, but then I was like, this is gross. I need a younger. <laughs> uh, here's the story of the Fort Myers eighth grader went to the uh, Fort Myers eighth grade. You got to go? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Uh, Fort Myers eighth grader goes to the school nurse, says, hey, I'm not feeling so hot. Just fatigue. And the nurse says, hey, uh, you have to quarantine. We think it's COVID. It was her daughter period. went back to school today, but not before taking a trip here to see your doctor. Now, after reporting symptoms of feeling tired, the district required her to either quarantine or show proof that it wasn't COVID-19. 
instead of dropping her daughter off at Lexington Middle School this morning, Sheila Gell has to come to physician's primary care for this. A doctor's note saying her daughter's menstrual cycle caused the fatigue, not COVID-19. The queen mask. Whoa. That is bald. You should get one that says king. I bet her man has one, right? I bet they have a king and queen matching face mask. <laughs> or maybe she has a queen of her own. I love that just as soon as you're like, you're like, man, I'm a little tired today. They're like, come on. No, her husband. <laughs> Go to the doctor. Her husband's mask is actually just a ball gag. <laughs> he doesn't speak. She's the queen. <laughs> I just waited. I went, all right. Yeah, we just, we kindly went right past. I was like, whoa, all right, all right. Rabbi, here we go. Gail says yesterday afternoon. Well, why would you give your, I mean, you'd have to give your daughter your permission for the news to show your eighth grade daughter's picture, right? That little boy had her menstrual. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's the bigger one right up the, here. Is it the bigger one? Yes, no, that's the, what I'm talking about. The sparkly Javon? shit. You're talking about Javon <laughs> no, right there? I think you were talking about, oh, I thought you were talking about no. that, a, that looks like Tyrese. That okay. is, that's not a girl, is it? That is. All it's right. an eighth grader who menstruates. All right, I'm sorry, eighth grade girl. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to make you have like a commit suicide. They'd be like, I got bullied yeah, by the Rob show. You would have to, I mean, you would have to provide the news, the photo of your daughter they're not going to put an underage kid's photo on the news so you want your daughter i mean now everybody in the school knows that your daughter menstruates i don't right? girls hide that for a while don't yeah. they i remember there was it a girl COVID. my pussy was just bleeding <laughs> <laughs> jesus <laughs> i was just losing my vaginal wall i'm tired because i'm draining blood right now <laughs> i'm literally bleeding out i'm exhausted <laughs> you just went to the doctor they put the COVID test right in the menstruation <laughs> was like there you go Oh, you're bleeding from, yeah, you should probably quarantine if you're bleeding from your Her vagina. dad's just hanging out there with a ball gag in his mouth. Mom <laughs> <laughs> told the school nurse she had just started her cycle and felt tired. No fever, no body aches, just tired. Does this have fatigue because you're tired? tired. That's oh, you gotta problem. put that over the nose. The nurse gave the eighth grader this form indicating her fatigue could be related to COVID-19. I reached out to Lee County School District and a spokesperson referred me to their website. Pointing out students can return to school sooner if a doctor proves symptoms are caused by something other than COVID-19. Yeah, this is the nurse. This is the school nurse. This is like when you do a crappy job folding laundry. So that people will stop making you fold laundry. Yeah, I do that all the time yeah. around here. I do the worst possible job when Kate. Every person that walks through the door, the nurse just looks at him and goes, "COVID." COVID. COVID. Pretty sure that's what the government's doing right now. Too. Everybody's got just it. COVID. Everybody's got. COVID. got don't worry you got about COVID. You got COVID. Uh, they caught this pervert trying to break into a school in Putnam County. Uh, he took a poop outside. Have either of you ever publicly pooped? No. No, but Rob Churchill did. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but that was in his pants, right? Nope, nope. Oh, just oh, a dropped a, a deuce step. right on the doorstep of a <laughs> And they go, and uh, the Dale, Quinn Dale's with him, and, and they go to do the the sobriety test, and Quinn goes, shitting on the sidewalk wasn't proof enough that he was drunk. 
So wait, this was in Fort My- downtown Fort Myers or Fort Myers Beach? Do you remember? That was downtown Fort Myers. So yeah. he, he hates his story, by the yeah, way. Yeah, we'll tell it for him. Uh, he was drinking. <laughs> he was drinking. Ends up going. Oh, he was drinking. Really? Yeah. Quindale's a beast, by the way. He drinks. He drinks like a beast. So, so he poops in like the doorway of a house, right? And then they showed up and arrested him. I think it was a stoop of a law firm. Okay. <laughs> it, just, it, was, it wasn't like he wasn't like no, <laughs> screw this law firm. This is the, my wife's yeah, voice. I just have to go. Yeah, he just was walking. He's like, oh, I gotta take a dump. And he just started dumping <laughs> the streets. And two cops walked up on him in the act of taking. So shit. I would assume Damn. at that point they he can't wipe. No, right? no, no. They no, have him in cuffs, and then he's got to go to jail with duty butt. Duty butt, and just yeah, no, they use just, your fingers. <laughs> they take him to jail. What? Yeah, you just reach up there and you scrape whatever you can out. Are you no what? With your own hand? Well, why wouldn't you if, just have it on it your butt than your hand? Yeah, let's get you right. You, you could use your <laughs> fingers and then smear it somewhere else, but you don't want that itchy asshole. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you'd still have fecal remnants still on your butthole and, and your body because, I mean, just because you, yeah, it. you'd go like this and scoop it out like I'm a, saying a last resort if you don't have a. I think we figured out how Rab wipes. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he was so just definite about it. He's like, no, no, you just get one finger and you just it. scrape it out of there and you wipe it somewhere. Yeah. He's like, that's how I do it when I shit outside. That's why my middle finger nail is longer than the rest. <laughs> so I'm the only public pooper among us. Hey, would you poop? Uh, just driving with my buddies. I got, I get sometimes when I have too much sugar, I'll get very uncontrollable diarrhea. I don't know why. Just uh. like if I'll have a, you ever have the Wawa? Probably not a good endorsement for Wawa. Uh, they have the French vanilla cappuccinos. Every time I have that, I get explosive diarrhea. And one time I was driving with my friends and I got it and I made them pull over to the side of the road, Route 9 in New Jersey. I bent down, took a shit, and then I used my boxers as That's the toilet paper and then I just off. left them. Oh, I couldn't have worked. Yeah, I couldn't have, I couldn't have do that. <laughs> I have fat, chubby arms now, too. You ever think it's just because it's coffee? Not just sugar? No, regular coffee doesn't make me poop like that. It's just that cappuccino. I mean, every time I've had like a massive amount of sugar. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's my body doesn't get diabetes. It gets diarrhea. That's even worse. (laughs) I would love it. That's a new Wawa commercial. Pull over, bro. Pull over. He he starts taking a shit. He looks at the camera and goes, that's Wawa. (laughs) For when you're on the go. For when you're on the go. Just sipping the cappuccino. That's Wawa. I haven't shit for 17 days. Thank you, Wawa. (laughs) Yeah, I, dude, I, I'm always afraid that if I have to poop outside, that like I would poop on my ankles or something. Yeah. Man. Like, uh, no, a, I here, I'll like you said, you had diarrhea. You didn't get any on your you calves. Didn't get any on your calves or your no, feet. No, I did the. At that point, I'm okay with the finger from like, Rab. If you get it, that <laughs> and then went, which is a very odd. Uh, but your how is it? Wait, wait, spread like that, and if it's shooting out, man, it's shooting out. It shot. So out. you <laughs> it shot out. If it did, like, could they see that? If you guys could see that, he was literally just kind of standing at an angle, yeah. firing at a twenty, he's, forty-five degree angle, like Ace Ventura. Blood yeah, talking. right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was like uh, you ever see uh, Exorcist when she <laughs> vomits? That's what it's same thing. Just me bent over on the side of the road, Route Nine, New Jersey. It's just not that. Right into the forest behind you. <laughs> I, I literally just, they could see the whole thing too. <laughs> That's like, a, it's like, uh, it's basically how every girl pees in every public area. Make time for Yeah, I don't. Right now, don't look. I'm shitting right now. Is that a weird part of me that's a girl? Make sure you're (laughs) Don't sweat it out. Call today. As trashy as that is for some reason. Yeah, I'm not turned off at all. Right? Like, I see that. I'm like, oh, yeah, you're willing to do that. What else are you willing to do? You're raw. You're raw as fuck. I seen a girl take a dump right off the side of a boat once, and I was okay with it. Oh, pray tell. Why? 
She just don't had, boats have band? Oh, no, we were like, like a, a regular boat. boat. <laughs> yeah, we were like a regular boat. But what bothered me, it was the 4th Paddle of July. Boat. And then she, so she so like we're in the middle of the river. We're about to watch the fireworks. She just drops trowel, takes a big dump over the side. And then my buddy Jeff's like, let's get in and watch the fireworks. Sit in the water. I was like, I was like, oh, I get it. She just took a big old shit in the water. He was like, he's like, oh, come on. Really? I'm like, really? He's like, everything shits in the water. He's like, hey. I was like, yeah, that's a good point. So did she wipe or with anything? No. She just jumped in the water and cleaned no, herself she up. she is a trooper. I, I've done that. I pooped at the beach in the dunes and then run down to the water. And I've done, you're, you know what? I've done the claw out, but it was already. There you go. But I did there it with water. That's not weird. I did it with water. I did the claw out with water. <laughs> wait, wait. So what? You hit you hit water on it and then clawed the water out? Or what yeah, you, like what I went in and I just used my hand as toilet paper while I was in the water. Oh, you oh, were in the like water a, taking yeah, a yeah, dump. Yeah, no, no. I, I took a dump in the dunes and then waddled my way down to the beach because there was a bunch of surfers out there. I didn't want to poop in the surfers. Cause then everybody be like, "Oh, there's food. Who, who's making duty around the surface?" Bro, you're shitting on my wave, bro. <laughs> Yo, this swell's got a turd in it. Yeah. Oh my god, is that a shark? Yeah. So I shit in the wall. I shit in the dunes. Went to the water, and then I used my hand to wipe. I. That's nature, man. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. I mean, I I could see. I've I've you know honestly, I've shit in some weird places. Yeah. That's okay. Sure. Never publicly though. No, no, like, well, I get, I don't know. It's like when you, when it's construction, it's, you're always, I'd rather, see, I'd rather shit outside, like next to the uh, porta potty than inside. To me, it's more comfortable than being like, I could never sit in one of those porta potties. Those porta potties are great sauna, like a detox. Like you shit and you sweat. (laughs) You've shit in a porta potty before? Oh, yeah. yeah, You're a handyman, right? Like you're a carpenter and stuff. And, or what? Many porta potties. There's the plumber, uh, there's the plumber toilet. We make a toilet as plumbers. So you you take a you get a five gallon bucket yeah home depot you put a bag in it yeah. and then you wrap it with armaflex so it has a little padding so you're not sitting what's armaflex is that the stuff uh, where they saw the boat in half and then they no, spray it's, it no, it's like black, uh, <laughs> i love that black shit. insulation yeah that would be good <laughs> it's just stuck in it. and then you take and you tie slap. the bag up and you throw it away you know? <laughs> oh my so, god that sounds so barbaric <laughs> i had a buddy that did before he knew about the uh the bag he wouldn't put a bag in there and he, uh. he just shit in the bucket i come to the job it was like the six days on the job i was like man it stinks out <laughs> six day old he's like, i look at it he's like look at the trash can it was just five buckets full of shit <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh bro guys are great girls don't shit in buckets right no i mean there's no i guess they're never in that scenario where they'd have to but even then i think they have the control to be able to hold it there's something about guys that we can't i don't know why because girls do kegels more than we do butthole kegels kegels, i I tell you if i eat if when sweet tomatoes used to open man it was like I would eat sweet tomatoes and be like, all right, I have about, it's, it's 18 minutes to the house. I have about 15 minutes to take a shit. <laughs> yeah. And it would be just a race home. My son's laughing. He's just, I'm like, oh my God. Worst moment ever in stand-up comedy for me. And there's been plenty. Uh, and it wasn't even not getting laughs. It was when I was at Snappers Growing Comedy Club. I was hosting. And so you have to go up. For those of you who don't know, you go up and you do the jokes, you do the announcements, then you bring up the feature act. He does 20 minutes and then you go back up after him and you bring up the headliner. He does 45 or she. And then at the end, when the headliner's done, you go back up and go, thanks for coming. Bye-bye. Felt the comment card. See you soon. So uh, I had the Buffalo chicken cheesesteak and it immediately, like it was one of those, I ate it and I went, oh, I was a bad choice. And about 40 minutes into the headliner set. And I, you know, it was one of those guys where you had seen them Thursday. You had seen them two shows Friday. You saw him first show Saturday. So now this is the fourth set. You've seen the same thing. You know, what's coming, you know, when they're ending and I have to run to the bathroom with five minutes left to shit. And it was uncontrollable shitting. 
in the bathroom <laughs> at Snapper's Girl and Comedy Club. I had to, and then the worst part was hearing him wrap up and go, well, even though I'm not done, I have to wipe and go up and say thank you to everybody and then run back to the toilet and shit some more. And that's what I did. Oh, wait, you did a cutoff? I had to. Oh, that's a, that's a bummer. You did a cutoff? They couldn't, they couldn't, he couldn't Bro. go goodnight. And then no, no. Yeah, that's some kegel exercises for sure. That's yeah, that's that's definitely pro, man. I, 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 I was sweating bullets one night. <laughs> right when I walked up on the stage, it, my stomach went R. <laughs> and I was like, no. And I go out of the stage. I go Tim Allen. Yeah, I'm right. literally. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Just I see the guy look over our fence. He was like, oh, Nick's going to take a shot. <laughs> I get out there. I'm sweating. I mean, my whole set, I'm just sweating bullets. I'm bombing, dude. I'm bombing. I'm bombing. I'm sweating bullets. I'm like, oh, my God, please just let me get out of here without shitting my pants <laughs> on the stage. And I immediately, you know, I run to the <laughs> I run to the bathroom and I start taking a shit. And somebody comes in and he's talking to his buddy and he goes, you know, I don't even know why they have these of you. That guy was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm just in there like, oh! <laughs> just in, not only am I getting a horrible shit, but I'm getting roasted from the, the laboratory. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is the... Oh, all right. I know you got. I have play. a question for you guys. Real quick. Yes. We're talking about shitting. So you guys, uh, you guys mess with the squatting potty at all? No. No, no? But I, I hear them. But I have used... Okay, so... Long, yeah, long setup. Very <laughs> minimal punchline. Um, when you're teaching, I don't know if you have this, when you're teaching the kids how to make the transition from going to their small potties to going to the big potties, you have a stool. And so, like, Ben would have a stool that he would step on so he could pee into the toilet because he wasn't tall enough. So I would use that as my squatty potty, put my feet up on that stool. And, yeah, I had cleaner, better movements oh, with so it. So much better. My friend had a bidet, and he was like, hey, you want to use it? And I was like, that's a weird thing to offer someone. It's also like a weird brag. It was somebody else's bidet? It was his yeah. at his home, but he's like, do you yeah. want to test? He was bragging about it. He goes, you want to sit down and try it? And I was like, no, I don't. I don't want to shoot water <laughs> up my ass in your house. That's a weird thing to offer yeah. a friend. He's like, it's, but it's got the ball tickler. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for checking out the Robcast. If you dug this, subscribe to the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash robshow. Follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash RobShowTV, and keep up to date with all things Rob Show on social, The Rob Show, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.